0: I'm into smells. I love the way someone I'm into smells. I just yes, that sticks with me. I think talk about sexuality as it relates to me and what I'm doing is fine. I'm going to give you the problem with the hopes that you give me an answer. I don't understand what's wrong with a lot of people when they cannot have a conversation with a partner. We're 99% sure that we're gonna be monogamous. I'm gonna have to take take a little sidebar, a little masturbation break. Business and sex, oh my God. Those are my two hot buttons. Why are they so fucking sexy? I'll be honest, I judge it. I do, I judge that shit, I judge that behavior. There's my judgy bitchy side. Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla, happy Tuesday. I hope everybody's doing well out there. Well, this podcast is coming to you live from my bed. I'm just sitting in bed right now. I have this great new microphone that I love. I use it a lot for the private podcast because I'll I'll just do a private podcast wherever. I'll be in the car, I'll be wherever. <laughs> And this new microphone is so fantastic. It's just, it's, well, it's almost as good. It's very comparable to the the big one, the real expensive one that I have in my office that I love. It's a Rode. I'm a Rode podcast microphone fan. So anyway, I, I should have them as a sponsor, but I don't. Uh. They probably don't sponsor sponsor adult not suitable for work content. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I'm over it. I'm so sick of that. I've, I've got that label, guys. I have to be careful about everything I say on the public podcast. So I'm switching most of my naughtier, nastier stuff over to the private podcast. But in honor of my wonderful listeners... I'll share something with you that I think was pretty exciting. Well, I, that I love you guys know I'm, I'm into this whole primal anything That's about our sexual desires and being turned on. I'm all about just that primal caveman, cave woman, lizard brain stuff. I absolutely love it. And the other day, Nico and I were texting and he said something like, I don't know what you eat, but your pussy is the best tasting pussy I've ever had. And I literally, he said, no joke, I could, uh, you could blindfold me and I could snip you out like, I could smell you in a lineup or something like that. And I was like, oh, you know, the, I had two thoughts with that. First of all, my cave woman brain is like, oh my God, that is so funny. Fucking hot. Yes. I love every minute of that. That to me is, I'm into smells. I love the way someone I'm into smells. I just, yes, that sticks with me. And, you know, my thing with Nico is always, it's always like, you know, I'll tell him, I'm basically, I'll just say shit like, I'm going to ride your face until my. Pussy juice is so far up your nostrils. You're going to be smelling me all week, and he loves it. He freaking loves it. I love it too, because <laughs> it's just something about it is so. I mean, at first you kind of go ew, and then you kind of go that's kind of hot. <laughs> it is hot. Oh my gosh, you guys, it is so so hot. Anyway, that's the kind of stuff. Like I just get deep in the weeds. I get really raunchy and really really. Potty mouthed, I guess is the best way to put it. And I've, I fortunately had to sort of dial that back a little bit, you know, on this show, just a little bit because advertisers don't like it. You get censored, you get dinged. I'm just, I'm always worried that like, when's the next shoe to drop? Who's the next person to say, oh, you can't, you know, we're penalizing you for your language or what you talk about on your show. I think what I talk about on my show, I think talking about sexuality as it relates to me and what I'm doing is fine. I feel like it's a first amendment, right? But unfortunately not every platform feels that way. So I got to be careful guys. So I hope you understand, but anyway, that's not what really, I just wanted to throw that little tidbit out there because I, I really, because I feel bad because this podcast, now that I threw that out there, this podcast is probably mostly going to be about me talking about an issue, a problem that I have. And I'm just coming off of reading some article about like the top 10 things that men don't like about women. And it's one of the things I think it said was they don't want to have to, I don't know, talk about your problems or marinate in your problems or something like that. And I was like, oh, shit. Because I know most of my listeners are guys. (laughs) But here's the good news, guys. I know that you are fixers. And I know that you like to... Problem solve. So I'm going to give you the problem with the hopes that you give me an answer. And that would mean you're going to leave me a voicemail or you'll send me an email. You'll listen to this episode. You'll think about it and you'll weigh in. I do want an answer. I don't want to just bitch about a problem. I actually like answers with actionable steps that I can execute on and get the results that I want that's how I'm wired. So it's not just me like, I just want to sit and bitch about my problem. Please don't try to fix it. No, let's try to fix this shit. Okay. So my issue is, it's trying to figure out, do I go, I guess, do I, here's the big question. Do I go legit? Like, do I go legit and go into maybe a spicy vanilla relationship? Or do I, it's like three options. Do I go legit? Let's say with HK, have a spicy vanilla relationship. Do I go the Mr. Big route and have a completely, um, hot? Well, it's a hot wife. That would be a hot wife. (laughs) That would be hot wifing there. Or do I just go the one-off route? That's, those are the options there. Let's explain each one of those. Okay. So. As you guys know, you've heard HK on the show. I've talked about HK. I just think, you know, things are really because of our history and everything that we've been through. And as long as we've known each other, it's bumping along. And of course, at an accelerated rate. If you guys have not listened to our conversations on the private podcast, that's worth listening to. I'm sorry, I'm just going to plug it there. It's it is, we've got hours and hours of dialogue between us really breaking down. It's like two people sitting down and trying to hash out, like, how would this look? Let's get our arms around it. And we're, we're talking about kind of sex is at the top of these conversations, which I'm actually pretty proud of because, you know, I'm, I'm kind of putting my money where my mouth is, so to speak, in the sense that I'm always telling people, like, I don't get, I don't understand what's wrong with a lot of people when they cannot have a conversation with their partner. That is so foreign to me. Listen, I don't care who the fuck you're married to. Man, woman, God, you know? I mean, if you can't have open dialogue with them, if you're afraid to have dialogue with them or you don't want to, or you're just like skirting it, you know? I mean, you gotta put your big boy panties on or your big girl panties on and man the fuck up or woman the fuck up and talk. And if you can't, you have no business being married, you have no business being partnered up with somebody, like, what are you doing? If you cannot have these conversations. So I think they're very easy to have, it feels natural to me. And especially when it comes to the sexual context, and just being able to put it out there. It's interesting, because between the two, I would say HK is a way less Not way less, but he's just a little less comfortable talking about the sexual things. And, you know, as natural for him, Mr. Biggs known me longer during this exploration phase, this podcasting phase, you know, and it actually even took me two years to even admit it to him. We were kind of laughing about that the other day. (laughs) I remember when I finally told him, I was just like, just rip that fucking Band-Aid off. He may dump your ass right now, but you need to tell him. And I did. I think was just ugh, so good with it. Anyway, so, you know, HK knowing me from both of these men, knowing me from, you know, basically an 18-year-old. Yeah, an 18-year-old. It's kind of crazy. To now. And just being able to sit and, you know, like I said, so when I, when HK first came back around, I had to say, Hey, so let me tell you what I've been doing. Right. I mean, I just want to get that out of the way right away. I didn't wait. You know, I was just like, I've been doing this podcast. It's all about this, you know, and he thought it was really interesting and he felt, yeah, like, you know, this is needed. Well, you know, now that things are getting more serious, I don't, he's certainly, I don't know, I don't think he might be doing the podcast, but maybe the things that I do that contribute to the podcast, the things outside of the podcast, you know, I think we pretty much come to the conclusion that I have like, I have a 1% pass, you know, he said something like, okay, we're 99% sure that we're going to be monogamous and then we'll leave, we'll, we'll give it that 1% option. (laughs) So he didn't totally close the door on it for me, but it's pretty clear that if we go legit, if we, if we go legit, that he is not going to want me seeing other people. And Mr. Big, it's so, so here's, you know, there's that, right? And Mr. Big is wanting me to be a hot wife. I mean, he really, like, He's, he's just, I think he, it's interesting. He's so supportive of it. And I've tried to tell, you know, I've tried to sort of say, I've had to sort of almost like roll him back a little bit from it. Like, you know, that's, I'm glad. And I, I love that option. And I love that he's so open to it. He just wants me to be happy. I mean, he really just genuinely wants me to be happy. He's like, I know he understands the difference between, fucking somebody and having a connection so he doesn't worry about that although there was a point in time where that connection that got tested because the 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 premise for mr big is you know kind of the rules they're like just don't fall in love with anybody else and so that would mean you know i'd be having basically one-offs and just kind of hot wiping it that way i probably wouldn't have like a regular per se well i don't know yeah i don't think so i mean because you know when you have a regular that's when feelings can develop and so i think for mr big there might be more there might be more rules involved but you know again still being able to knock things off. he's all about me just continuing to be able to knock things off my sex bucket list like he doesn't want to he really doesn't want to slow my role, I guess. <laughs> For lack of a better way of putting it. He's he's just like, yeah, I and he finds it hot and sexy and just thinks I should have all the orgasms I can handle and be as pleasured and turned on and satisfied sexually as I want. And that's pretty fucking hot. I mean, not gonna lie, there is a something very satisfying about that but the caveat to that is and here's what's bugging me and this is why i'm glad i have male listeners i feel like they'll be able to fare with this they'll be able to sit through this pretty well the thing about the mr big is that the difference is you know you know when you couple someone like you want to sort of build with them at least i do because i also love business right and mr big is very very successful and when i look at sort of like where i would fit in his world i wouldn't be building anything with him in the sense that he's already there so i would either i don't know you know i, I that that part that my creative side like what would i do with that like my, my business side like where would that go and the truth is i know that most men don't give a shit about how much you make or what you do and be, you know, and all that. But there's that, I get that, but there's that side of me, right. That wants that needs that satisfaction and that I have to know that I don't know something. And in some way, like I I would honestly want him to be proud of me, you know, and he is, he is proud of me. He is very proud of me. He's one of my biggest, I mean, just even with my business, you know, before this, he just is so supportive and proud of me. And, you know, we'll, I, we'll brag about how smart I am, you know, to friends and all this, you know, and, and, which sounds, you know, I mean, obviously it's very humbling and, and all that. And I don't even know that I deserve all that, but it, it's nice, you know, it's nice. And I feel like, okay, next to him, I'm not a big deal. <laughs> And then you jump back to HK, and because his arena is, you know, it's been been as a professional athlete and then coaching other professional athletes, I can help him build the business side. Like, we talk, what I love about HK is we talk about business all the time and building some, you know, it's like just tonight, you know, he's like, okay, there's three... Because his business is getting so built up and he's so well-known. He's got three teams, the Angels, New York, and Chicago reaching out to him, wanting to hire him, bring him on staff. And, you know, after COVID in Atlanta shut everything, when everything shut down with the Braves and then all the requirements for, you know, vaccination. Anyway, he just, he said, no, you know, he went and went and did his own thing and it's been so successful since then for him. And I mean, I just, I think he's on the right path and we talk about that all the time. Anyway, it's just so fun. Like that to me is so much fun, right? Because he, you know, I'll give him a different perspective and he'll take my input and on the business side and, you know, I love that and I like I'm so proud of him and I love watching him I mean, a lot of professional athletes when they're done playing, I mean, they fall into the abyss or they don't, you know, they don't transition into what what do they do next? I mean, well, a lot of times they don't need to, right? So that's one thing. But people get bored. People just people need to be creative and doing and producing. And so just you know, if we were together, we would be sort of building something together in a sense, you know, where I, I could be a part of that. I don't, I don't, give a shit about taking any of the credit or any of the glory. I just, you know, if I can give some great ideas and help and just help him be the best man and businessman that he can be, that's what I want to do. I mean, that's just honestly where my, that's how I view men and partnerships. And I mean, I already know whoever I'm with, the sex is going to be fucking amazing because I leave, you know, I'm good with the sex. (laughs) We got the sex part covered. We're not going to have, which is a big thing, right? I mean, nobody wants to be tied down to somebody when the sex sucks. Well, that's not going to happen. So I feel like we've scratched off. We already know we're safe on one of the biggie issues. So what's left, you know, for me, kind of my biggie issues are, where do I fit in your life based on where you're at and how can I help you as a man be wildly, wildly successful? I guess that's the, yeah. And so in one sense, you know, both of them for their specific business interests are successful already, but Mr. Big is really in a different category. And I don't know other than just really being that person, that special person for him, you know, I don't, I, I won't be able to, I don't know how much I can contribute business wise, but with HK, you know, I really see like, oh, you know, where I could really fit, you know, and that, that would just be so much fun for me. And like I said, that's just, it's important that whomever I'm with, that I support them with whatever they're doing. And I know that I I do bring support to Mr. Big, but I won't be, it'll just be, you know, from cheering him on. It won't, it won't be because I'm actually able probably to contribute good ideas. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but you know, Mr. Big and I, we don't talk about business, what's going on, but. I don't know. It's just different. I'm not sure if I am even coming up making the proper comparison here, but I guess probably what it is, is I love working side by side with someone that I care about and watching them grow or helping them expand what they want to do and really just blowing it up, you know, like into something really big. I mean, and that's, to me, that's that's also foreplay. You know, you guys have to, if, if if you remember, I mean, business was my first love. It was my lover for three and a half years. It was my porn. It was my addiction. It's like, I love problem solving, building businesses, growing shit. Like that is super, super exciting to me. Like I can, that, you know, people say, Oh, I can stare at porn for hours. I'm like, I can stare at numbers and business concepts and ideas and spreadsheets and what if we do, what if what, what if we do this and you know like and then executing on it like I fucking love that shit. Nothing like a good takedown. Like, come up with a plan, execute, and then see the results. To me, ah. Oh. I mean, that and sex are pretty close. That right there, that's a lady boner for me right there. Like, I don't know. That's my masculine side. I just fucking love that shit. <laughs> so if you can couple that with someone that like like build together business-wise and you're fucking hot for each other and the sex is great. Oh my God. Like literally, I will make you a fucking millionaire. And, and that's no joke. Like I can make you a millionaire. <laughs> Beyond your wildest dreams. I don't need any credit for it. I don't give a shit. I just like. I just love to be producing and and creating and growing. And that that's still in there. And I that took over. I mean, it's it's such a strong part of me. That's what got me into the troubles that started this podcast, guys. Is this whole business love, and I really do love it. I cannot deny it. Guilty as charged. So you know, I mean, what, I don't know. Like, isn't that the fun stuff? I know a lot of women like want somebody that's already established. I get that because they're looking for the life that they can provide. I don't have to worry about that. And I'll just kind of make that statement only with it. So I'm, I don't have to worry about that, but to me, like going, being on an adventure with someone and, and building with them. Cause I've never done it with someone. I've always done it by myself. I don't know. Like that to me just would be so uh, like makes me makes my, my girl parts tingle. I mean, seriously, like I'm clenching. I'm in bed right now. I'm just like, kind of like my the seam of my pajamas they're not pajamas okay I'm lying the seam of my um pajamas sounds like dowdy no the seam of my little little girl pants my little girl shorts my my little sleeping outfit here is right on my clip. and I'm just sort of rocking it back and forth a little bit because I'm getting a little stimulation while I'm talking it's really hot so you guys know what i be doing as soon as I get off this podcast um I won't go right to editing. I'm gonna have to take a little, <laughs> take a little sidebar, a little masturbation break. I think I just lost my share of thought. Where was I? There. See, I see. I'm just talking about all these fun things, business and sex. Oh my god, those are my two hot buttons. Why are they so fucking sexy? Oh, that's it. That's it right there. I See, I'm talking myself through this, but I really would love everybody's perspective on this. Ramble. I'm sorry, it's a ramble. It's just gonna be a ramble. I didn't sit down with the intention of following any bullet points or even any clear cut thought. I just wanted to talk about like, what do I do? (sighs) And not that that decision has to be made, but I am curious. I'm curious about how you guys that have listened to the show and that you follow this and you listen to me And you know the backstory. What do you think would be best for me? I really am. You know, it's like one of those. You know, I can't ask my mom. She would have such a good answer. I'm telling you. She would hit the nail on the head right now. But so I need like. I need my Curious Girl Diaries fam right now. I need my listener support. On what you think. I just. I don't know. Yes, I would. I mean. I think. As far as getting along, probably Mr. Big and I would get along just slightly better than HK. The thing with HK and I is like, we both have our, we can push buttons, we can push each other's buttons. And I almost feel like we're so set in our ways that we can be very stubborn with each other. And that doesn't work well. Whereas, with Mr. Big, I mean, I could tell him anything. I really, literally, that, that man knows everything about me. Everything. He knows my deepest desires, my wants, my needs, my all of my sexual debauchery and depravity. He also, you know, I mean, he knows everything he knows where the bodies are buried. He knows where all the skeletons are. You know what I mean? Like every bad thing that's ever happened to me in my life, like some of the most, just worst, awful, devastating things he knows about. And he just is so rock solid. And I know HK would be that way too. It's just that I haven't, you know, there's a, there's a time gap, right. Where Mr. Big has been in my life where he wasn't. And, and so, you know, like, to go back over those things they shaped you they made you who you are but sometimes you kind of want to leave you know bad shit you want to leave that shit in the past I mean life is not easy for anybody and it's a grind it's an it's like uphill fucking battle and especially in the business world you know that's what I'm talking about bad awful stuff like or just you know when you fail miserably and you get your ass handed to you and you're like oh my god I just that just cleaned my clock you know like I was a big old failure but I've always kept going and Mr. Pink's always been it's just like been my biggest supporter you know and I mean just even embarrassingly devastating things everybody thinks that you just make it overnight there's no failures oh fuck there's so many fucking failures along the way. Oh, uh, I wish people were more open about that. I wish they could just... That, that. That's what we need to be able to talk more about. Sex and failures. And nobody likes to admit that. Especially men. Especially you, men. You don't like to admit it because... I guess it's not manly. I'm not sure. But let me just... Tell, let me clear the air right now. Everybody that's made it has fucking failed without a doubt you don't just go straight to the top there's failure after failure and you fail your way up up the ladder that's how it works and sometimes you get a reset like somebody like i said cleans your clock you go back to ground zero so what you hit the ground for like you hit the bottom for two seconds and you're just immediately on your way back up and that's the way it works don't stay stuck on the bottom there's my little that's my little uh business pep talk okay back to the sexy stuff yeah, I'm just, I just don't know, like, who would maybe be the better fit. And if I, if I, I don't know, could I leave all this behind, you guys? Could I just go? I mean, I know without a doubt I can be monogamous. I know I can. I've done it before. I mean, it's never, it's not a big sacrifice for me. It really isn't. And. It might be concerning at this point. Like it might be concerning to me to be with someone that had to be non-monogamous. Like that was a deal breaker. I don't think I'd sign up for that. <gasps> Can you believe that? After all this time, like that's the conclusion I've come to. If somebody was... It worries me when men, when men are in that mode. I don't trust it. I don't trust them. You know, I feel like, oh. And maybe that's because... A few people that I was, what I thought was ethically non-monogamous, weren't really ethically non-monogamous. <laughs> they were non-ethically non-monogamous. <laughs> if that makes sense. I mean, they just, you know, it's like, it's kind of funny how you could, you can give somebody all the fucking freedom in the world and they'll still lie to you. I saw something the other day that says something like trust is not like it doesn't come out of a spigot when it's like when your cup is empty you don't just turn the spigot on and refill it if you fucking lie to someone and break their trust especially a woman I mean sometimes the damage is just irreparable I mean you cannot come back from it and I hate saying that because I feel like anything can be fixed you know if you really love someone but Sometimes I don't know. I mean, I don't know about that. But if it was a God that said, we, you know, I can't be, we, if we can be in a relationship, you can be the primary partner, all that stuff. But I, you know, we absolutely have to agree that non monogamy is on the table. I don't know how I feel about that. And I think that's why I sort of, when I thought about it, I was like, well, shit, I better think about what I'm asking of HK. And in the beginning, I kind of was saying, like, yeah, I, I, I don't want you to take that option away from me. And then the more I thought about it, I thought, do I really care? And the truth is I don't. After all the experimenting and all the fun I've had, as long as I could have really fun, great kinky sex with someone, I would not have to dig in and say, we absolutely have to be, we have to agree that we're going to be ethically non-monogamous. I would want... Openness and honesty, right? Where someone would say if if something changed and they felt like they wanted that or they needed that, that they knew we could always talk about it. But yeah, if somebody was just absolutely insisting on that up front, that would be like a red flag. Isn't that weird? When they're insisting on it, I wouldn't feel like I could trust them. Like if they couldn't live without it, or they it was just absolutely I don't. I, there's something about it. I don't know. I would just be like, okay, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Now with Mr. Big, the deal is it's up to me, really. I mean, he's just like, hey, I support this a hundred percent if that's what you want, and if you don't, that's fine too. And I like that, you know, I I guess I really do like that. I like that I have the option because there is that small little part of me that wants to leave that option open because I know that I won't need to probably do it that often or want to do it that often. When I'm in love with someone, I'm just in love with them. I mean, that's the way it works for me. I I don't, you know, to go and have somebody else fuck me is more of a, like, I'm having this fan, hot fantasy and me put it together with this, you know, the strange guy, this one off and that'll be fun and exciting. And that's, that's about probably the extent of it. Or I'm going to a sex party and, you know, maybe it's going to be some randoms or something, you know, something like that. Right. But just as, you know, an ongoing, like when I'm, when I'm into somebody, I'm just, I'm really into them. I mean, even when I have multiple partners, there's somebody is always the primary there. Someone's always the standout and everybody else is the divide and the gap between someone that I love and someone that I just have casual sex with is huge, massive. It's not even, they're not even in the same ballpark, but it's kind of, awful but I don't but I feel like women handle that better than men I don't know maybe I'm wrong I feel like I feel like there's a part of me that feels like because I understand I get it men yeah I I believe that they they can have that connection with one person and fucking someone else is just fucking someone else but they're not always honest about it and that's the trap I don't want to be stuck in, right? And I I just don't want to be stuck in that. Now, I know I can, I totally, first of all, a thousand percent trust both these guys, HK and Mr. Big. But if I went the HK route, what would happen to the podcast? <laughs> if I went the Mr. Big route, uh, that could be, that then it would really would it would still be about you know my fun sexy adventures and i guess if i went the hk route i don't know when i just talked about the sex we were having i'm not sure i don't think anybody would want to hear about that (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh. I mean I love you guys. You have been fantastic for all these all this time. You really have. Amazing. I'm so blessed. I mean, seriously, just to have such great listeners. But I don't think I don't think you want to hear about just plain old vanilla sex. And you know, I mean it would still have it would be you know, it would be edgy and all that, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's not a decision I have to make like overnight or right away. It's just something that's coming up in my mind because, you know, I feel like both these guys like are turning up the heat or barreling towards something. I don't know what. And I guess then the final option, which I haven't discussed, right? Number three is just for me to just, I guess, maybe just go, okay, switch gears and just, since I'm not. Excited right now about prospecting, just having one offs. There's a small part of me, small, that thinks one offs could be sexy and fun. And I don't know how much I do it or how many times I do that. Probably not a whole lot. But At least once. Like the thought of just meeting some total random stranger, like we don't know each other's names. I don't know you know, I don't fucking care. (laughs) I don't wanna know your name. You don't get to know my name. This is what we're meeting for. Is this how it's gonna go down? Are you down? Okay, good, let's do it. Meet me in a hotel room, we're gonna fuck each other's brains out. And then I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna give you a burner number, I'm gonna burn the number afterwards, like I don't ever want to talk or see you again. is that mean? But see, there's something something about that. It just sounds so mean and so wrong and naughty and disgusting. <laughs> and I love it a little bit. No, I don't love it. But I mean, there's something about it. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I would do it once. It's like, I would just want to do that once. Honestly, people that do that all the time if that's your mo and i know a lot of people that do that well i shouldn't say i personally know them i don't personally know them but i know that it goes on it's to me i don't understand i don't know i don't i don't get it honestly like as a one off one time yes like a bucket list item okay do it once it's hot done one and done but people that do that over and over repetitively. I mean, I don't, it just, there's something going on. There's something deeper behind it. There's bigger picture. You don't just, you don't just do that. You know, it's something a little more sinister. I believe. I don't know. I just don't think it's, I'm not trying to, I'm not, I'm not king shaming anybody. I'm not trying to say, Whatever, but yeah, I do kind of judge it a little bit, you know. I, d- yeah, I judge it. I'll be honest. I judge it. I do. I judge that shit. I judge that behavior. There's my judgy, bitchy side. There you go. I, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I mean, really, like, I don't know. It seems like a bunch of dysfunctional people just connecting with dysfunctional people. And I could be wrong. I could be way wrong, but I don't think so. I don't think I'm that far off. Okay. So that's my quandary. That's my dilemma. I get that it was a lot of rambling. I get that it's not clear, focused thoughts. I'm jumping around a lot, but I'm just kind of like sitting here in bed. You guys sitting here in my nice comfy bed, all cozy, talking to you, podcasting, and I'm just kind of wondering. Which way to go? I mean, or what the best thing to do is. And like I said, this isn't pressing. I don't have to make, you know, nobody, nobody's making any decisions like right away. But, you know, it's barreling towards something here. I mean, I'm going out to see HK soon for, we're going to Austin and and then, oh, do, yeah, I think I, I don't i didn't maybe i didn't mention that sometimes i get confused on what i talk about on the private podcast or the public podcast okay so coming up i'm going to see hk in austin and we're going to the he went to school there apparently <laughs> god is an awful i think he went to what, what university is in austin oh my god it's a texas a&m shit God, I'm I'm crucifying myself right now. Anyway, he's a Texas alum, and so that's where he went to school before he got drafted into the MLB. And so we're going back there for the football game, the alumni football game. I want to say they're playing Utah or something or BYU. I don't know. For that game, we have such good tickets. So if you guys are watching, check out the – I think we're we're on the 30-yard line like two rows back. (laughs) You'll see me. You just won't know it's me. And then what, and we're going, we're going to go dance. We're going to the Rusty Spoke and we're going downtown to Austin. If you guys never been to Austin, oh my God, it's so much fun. The music scene is so much fun. HK and I used to go there and when he was slipping there and we just spent, I spent so much time there visiting him and oh, I love it. I love it. It's so, it's such a great place anyway. And then we're doing that and just you know, rubbing elbows with this person and that person and parties. And we're going to go to this bar called the rusty spoke. Apparently it's a country Western bar. I'm like, damn it. I need some boots. Oh, need some boots. And then, um, I'm going to go see Mr. Big. We're, we're going to Tahoe for, for thing. We're going to be up there for a week. And he in his, Oh my God, this gorgeous place right on the lake. And, Anyway, we're doing that. And so, yeah, I feel like, you know, things are definitely heating up, especially with both people at the same time. Oh, my gosh. So we'll see, guys. But I would I would love your input. You guys, after this long, you know me. I think you have some good insights into me because some of you leave me some damn good voicemails. I really like, honestly, you'll say things and I'm like, damn, holy shit. You pick up stuff that I don't. And that's what it's like that's what I'm talking about, you know, like building helping someone build a business. Like I, you can see the forest through the trees when you're not directly right there on the inside inside when it's not your issue. And that's what I feel like you guys can do. You see the forest through the trees. So help me see the forest through the trees. And just give me your thoughts on all this, all these little issues I'm wrestling with. What do you think? would be good for me to do. All right, guys. Well, I know I've never, I don't think I've ever like, this is like a dear listeners, (laughs) dear valued listeners, please help me with my personal problems. You've been listening to my sex life for years and now I need something from you. All right, guys. Well, there you go. Thank you so much for listening to this show and supporting it. It means so much to me. And guys, hey, you know you can subscribe. Please subscribe. Don't miss an issue. Just go ahead. Wherever you listen to the show, subscribe. Then you'll automatically have every episode. You won't miss one. And if you don't want to listen to it, you can just delete it. But subscribing makes sure that you don't miss a damn thing. All right, everyone. Well, I look forward to your feedback on this one. If you want to leave me a, an email, send me an email. You can, curiousgirl at com, But my preference is voicemails. You know I love them. Super easy to do. Go to com. Click on the pink tab on the right-hand side. you got five minutes. Let it rip. I get back to each and every one of you personally. I love, love, love your input. It means the world to me. All right, everyone. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe.